0: Full 10 Yards Podcast. Yes, welcome in everyone. This is the Full 10 Yards Podcast where if you even if you're in the US or the UK every yard counts. A couple of more teams have interviewed for you today. We have the Samuel Steelers on the back of their cracking win last week against these Kilbride Pirates and also the Clyde Valley Blackhawks who uh, had a more comfortable win last week but uh, now have a, a difficult task as they travel down to the Horton Stadium. So we have a couple of those lined up for you. Don't forget you can get in contact with us at F10YBritball where you can get all your latest Britball stuff including the women's game, the... the Great Britain team obviously have their final game today, so that will be live on the YouTube via Onside Productions. To so go and check that out. Uh, don't forget there's a post up as, as well, my predictions for the weekend on every game on the slate for tomorrow. So go and check that out, 14yards.com, uh, and then click on articles. And then, of course, ripple but uh, yeah, it should be, a, should be, a, should be a good podcast. This one. I hope you enjoy it. Also, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review wherever you listen to the podcast. Appreciate it, uh, any shares any love any love for the podcast and the content we put out. Looking to continue that on through the winter with the UniBall stuff kicking off very soon, indeed. But let's get into it. Let's talk to Sandwell. <laughs> Okay, time to start off our, play- our semi-final playoff preview, and we're going to start in Division One, and that's where we find Samuel Steelers, uh, who it's a story of, of last weekend really coming back from behind uh, twenty to nothing at half time to snatch it from under the noses of these Killed Bride Pirates, and we welcome in uh, head coach Maxwell Petitjean. Maxwell, how are we doing? How are we, uh, have we, is, it, is the uh, have you come down yet from the Sunday's highs?
1: Yeah, we've got uh, training later tonight, so uh, happy to get back to it uh, on the field and, and uh, you know, back to the grind mm-hmm. one more big time before uh, we uh, hopefully can be promoted.
0: Absolutely. And um, just before we talk about, obviously, the game, uh, the, the classic against Deus uh, a couple of days ago... Uh, do you just maybe want to talk about yourself as a head coach? And obviously Samuel you has uh, yeah, formed only uh, five or six, six years ago now, I think. Uh, but I've have, have had quite a lot of success uh, in, in the short time that they've been a team. But do you just maybe want to talk about how you kind of came into contact with Samuel and how you got to be head coach?
1: Yeah, so um, about six years ago, uh, the adult team started up. Um, Steve Hannington, you know, big uh, big football guy in the Midlands. So a lot of people know him, um, and um, I was actually brought in that first year. I was coaching the youth team with um, Stu Parks Perkins and, and Steve, who uh, so Stu is now uh, Black Country Vipers, and also on one of the BAFA boards as well for youth. So um, a lot of good people involved in that in that um, environment. So I was involved in the youth team all the way back then, and um, you know, there's was a couple of Couple of slow start years, as it always is with these new teams. Um, but after a couple of years uh, with new coaching staff, like um, you know Jay Alexander and some of the other names that got involved, um, they got promoted for Div Two in 2015, and then now this is the fourth year in a row that Steelers have been to the playoff, uh, been to the playoffs for the Premiership. And uh, a vying for promotion, but um, I think it's about the first time in maybe three years that we're actually in the, in the final game again. Mm. And um, really, we've got a good opportunity this time.
0: Mm. Absolutely, and say so since so the formation in 2013, uh, I think I saw somewhere that your the record for Samwell is 45, 14, and one. Um, is it? Is it? <sighs> How, how, how? What, what, um, what? are the main reasons as to why Samuel have been able to kind of put up that kind of a record? Because it's, it's actually quite a tough thing to do to come in and, and kind of get that kind of record straight off the bat.
1: Yeah, very difficult, of course. Um, you know, uh, from a, from a, the truth is, it's actually like twofold. So, from a coaching perspective, pretty much all the coaches have got a lineage with the with the Birmingham Lions. Um, so myself, Ross Barrow before me. Jay, Alexander before that, uh, you know, all kind of Lions guys, so understood what it means to have good coaches in Wayne Hill. But from a player perspective, there's a really solid foundation of local guys. Like a massive, massive amount of the players are black country based or at the Nice Birmingham based. Yeah. And um, you know, I I'm, I'm from Birmingham myself, grew up there all my life. So, um uh, you know, it's one of them where real great, strong local environment, um, good atmosphere, with people who have been with the club since the start, and um, so that linked with a with a you know coaching staff who've who've been shown the way to do it. Um, I think that's really the benefit of uh, how far it got to uh, be where we are today.
0: Yeah, and I say, like you say, this season just passed great regular season record, an average score of 47 to five, uh, which is quite astonishing, really, and it's great success. Obviously, the team that I've had. Is there any particular reason why you know it's been that you've been that dominant at all? Is it? I say, is it just? A, it's a case of the the player pool and the you know the interest around the team that has allowed you to. You know, have have decent players on the team and that are focused, I suppose, or is it again a bit of both of that and coaching? Or you know, it's it's without trying to put all the other teams down, have you just been that much better?
1: Um, you know, definitely at the end of the day. The team with the best players usually wins. But um, y- y- we've actually lost a lot of talent this year in some ways. You know, gained some players, young guys, but a few real key star starters from last season and seasons before aren't with us. Um, I think it's really just the fact that we're in year two of this um, model. You know, myself on defence, Ryan Baker on offence, brought in some other really strong coaches as well, like uh, Gary Hodgson, you know, a uh, uh, Proper you know great coach around who 's been around the midlands for a long time, and um, you know us being in our second year, the players are a little bit more used to the schemes, a little bit more used to each other, confident in what we 're doing and what we 're trying to achieve, and um, really that confidence is the thing that 's carried people through. Mm. Um, this whole season, just uh, real great confidence throughout the team all year long, and self belief, which um, obviously worked out quite well last weekend as well. Absolutely, UK, yeah, you,
0: you stole my segue. So uh, yeah, <laughs> to, obviously you say yeah, a lot of confidence throughout the season. And um, so what's obviously going into the game then? East Kilbride, obviously one of the bigger names in the game, and uh, you know heritage of that team and the quality that is in that team. Obviously they're they're regular guests on this podcast as well. But uh, yeah, what, yeah. What, before we get, obviously get into the actual game itself, what did uh, what was the, what was kind of the uh the, the the thoughts of the team going into it you know were were you obviously expectant to win obviously off the back of the confidence of a decent season or were you a bit wary of his killed bright what were the what were the thoughts and the feelings amongst yourself and and the team?
1: Well, coaching staff, you know, we were nervous, obviously. From my perspective, when I looked at Jamie's scheme on film, I was like, bloody hell, I've got my hands full here. <laughs> you know, he, um, he's he got an amazing, amazing scheme. He does loads of things, which just... You just, you know, you have to really prepare for, and we were preparing for it for weeks ahead of time. Right. Um, um, so, you know, from my perspective, definitely. From uh, Coach Ryan's perspective, you know, you watched their front six on film and saw how how talented they were, and obviously we were, we were worried about that. But the players, to be honest, probably a little bit too overconfident in some ways. You know, right. they they saw the highlights of the 5-0 loss, and they're thinking, oh, you know, good So that really is one of the reasons I think we we got a shock in that first half. They're such a talented side, and you know, yes, they're young, but um, full of good players, and they came out flying. Mm. And um, I think uh, a few of our guys got caught, you know, on the on the back foot a little bit. Mm. Um, So maybe a little bit overconfidence going into that game, Mm. Um, which is the truth. But you know, it's how it is. but uh, but yes, that's probably how we were
0: going into the game. What do, you mentioned, that obviously, you you, you were prepared weeks in advance. Is that something that uh, it was just for for East Kilbride, or um, yeah, you know, is it something you've ever done before? Because I say it's um, usually it's a kind of next game mentality. But obviously, with with uh, the way the division was going, I suppose you were you were afforded that luxury.
1: So um, back when I was a player. Um, at uh, Birmingham Lions, um, one of the things that you know I gave feedback from when I left, uh, guys like Wayne Hill, was um, I wish we'd have prepared more for the big teams like Sterling earlier in the year when we were whooping teams. Yeah. Um, and then when I went to uh, Tamworth, you know, Jason did uh, really, Jason Scott did such a good job of that. We were basically prepping for, you know, we were prepping for Warriors and Blitz earlier on in the year. Um, And uh, we've done the same this year. Um, We were prepared to be... We were looking already at film of EKP in Northumberland in advance, and we were repping how to defend, you know, EKP's bunch formation and COD's formations. We were looking at that six weeks out from the playoffs, right? Um, so uh, we really yeah, put put an effort into that. The same with the and same with Northumberland. We're going to play this weekend as well. Yeah. Um, you know we we've been preparing for some of their stuff uh, for a long time.
0: Okay. Yeah. So then so let's uh, let's have a think. And so put, put put us in your shoes. Twenty-one down half time. Uh, what were your your thoughts as the first half progressed? Uh, as you know, you saw the Pirates. Uh, sorry, twenty twenty nil 20, down, not twenty-one. Um, yeah. As, as the Pirates were putting points on the board, and you like to say something the players maybe a bit overconfident did you as soon as the half time came did you know obviously what you were going to say straight away in terms of you know the players and the team as a whole and what did you say to the team
1: yeah I know what I was going to say because for me it was just very clear that all we'd done is made a few very small mistakes but been punished for them heavily by a very good team Mm -hmm. Um, but to be honest you know when I walked into that changing room at half time I looked around at the players and I didn't have to say anything like they already knew it they already were in a position where I didn't have to say to them you can do this they were confident they were looking strong the O-line were literally like this is the best game we've played all year mm-hmm. um you know we and and just before the half like literally you know it, literally everything went wrong for us um the EKP just came out flying and and played so well. And we we had our first bad punt of the year. We've literally had an amazing punt all year. First bad punt of the year. We, we had a, a brain fart on defence co- in coverage in one of the plays. Um, and myself, I made a shocking mistake. Last second of the half we drove down to their one-yard line and the clock ran out because I didn't control the time well. So, you know, we were all making mistakes. Um, So when we got going into half-time, we were literally like, we can do this. We just need to cut the shit, you know. Oh, sorry. Um, (laughs) We just need to to cut out, you know, all of that, Um, all of the silliness, really. And once we... um, and once we, once we, you know, once I went in, they already knew it. They were already ready to go, and they really were just dying to get back on the field and give it another go. Did that
0: help with then, obviously, the context of the regular season and the success and the confidence that you had from that? Uh,
1: I think the self belief we carried all year yeah. um, definitely helped in that sense. Okay. But um, also, the first half in way was like, um, you know, gave them the confidence to know that yes, we yeah. were down, yeah. but this is our opponent. This is not a team that we. We don't fear them at this point. We we know what we can do to beat them. We just need to go out there and uh, stop making the mistakes. Absolutely, I say because
0: some some teams obviously can fall in the trap of you know having a really good regular season and say your your your, your average score is 47 to five. So to then be 20 down at half time, sometimes that can knock even, even even the most confident of of, of teams and people. So um, yeah, fair fair play to the team there. So let's let's move on to to the upcoming game then uh, against Northumberland. I'm I'm really looking forward to this game as well. I think it should be a street, it should be streamed as well. So uh, certainly would be keeping my eyes on that um you obviously mentioned that you've kind of always already already had an eye on on the team and how they play and all the rest of it do you is this a do you see this as a as a step up from the East Kilbride game even more or you're not really bothered about you know how how good they are in comparison to to East Kilbride is it just you know see what they can do and then how you in just putting a game plan to 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 win the game
1: well you know the 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 fact is they lost three KP by three, but they beat them by five. So, yes. yeah, this is a this is basically the same level team, you know. So, and we know that first one was tough. Um, uh, so definitely not taking for granted how talented and hard working this team is. Um, and but most importantly, you know, this is a team that we lost to by one point in the playoffs last year. Yeah um both sides are different don't get me wrong but um uh we we've got something to to get some revenge for um you know one of our uh, one of our players you know broke his neck in that game as well so there's a little bit of that to it but on top of it we also just want to prove ourselves and prove in a way you know prove that we're not the team that we were in the second half of the Lancashire game and first half of the EKP game um, to two halves of football where we got heavily outscored. Um, So a little bit of, you know, a lot of uh, points to prove through ourselves there. Um, And, uh, and yeah, so in a way it's a good thing we're playing Northumberland. One, very good team. We want to play the best teams possible. But also there's a little bit of... um, a bit of a rivalry in a good way uh, with them. Um, it's probably about the fourth time I think these two teams have met in their histories mm. and they've both got pretty short histories.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And mm. any any differences from in preparations this week compared to last week? Or say because the, the groundwork's already been laid, it's, it's just business as usual, just tailored to Northumberland?
1: Um... Yeah, yeah, pretty much tailored to them, you know, because they are a very different side than EKP in a lot of ways. Yeah, um, So very different challenges. But, yeah, you know, we've already been doing the prep before this, so um, we're uh, in a good spot and ready to go prior to the game. Cool. And uh, are you glad that you've got the, got the home field advantage? Definitely. I mean, um, you know, it's not the be-all and end-all, but it was tough going up there last year. It's such a long way away, and um, and um, uh, it's always that added you know, that added. It's almost like a little bit of added pressure. I think when you've got to travel that far, or added worry maybe prior to the to the day. Um, but as it is, you know we've got some great backing in our home stands. The last couple of games, we've had yep. some really dedicated fans who have got very loud on a few of these uh, defensive stands we've had. Yep. So um, uh, yeah, it's going to be good to hear them singing one last time, hopefully to take us to the final. <laughs>
0: Absolutely. I mean, yeah, certainly tra- traveling two away games is, is certainly a hurdle that's hard to, to overcome. I think only two t- two away teams. I think won last week in the in the quarterfinals. So mm. that probably just says it all. Uh, anyway, but um, yeah, what's uh, what's the key to the to the game in your opinion? Is it is obviously that that Vikings defense, isn't it? It's about be- breaching that and staying strong yourself.
1: Yeah, they're very. If you look at what they did, I think they had six or seven turnovers against Shropshire. So one hundred percent. We need to we need to move the ball on that team. Um, that obviously is a big part of it. Yeah. Um, and another side of it is, um, you know, stopping, uh, stopping their run game. Um, it's a strong part of their team and, and they did well running the ball on us last year. Um, but uh, really, as with any game, you know, a lot of it is going to be down to when the one team finds an answer, what do we come back with? Mm, absolutely. You know, what's our, what's our counter? What's the thing that we're doing to put ourselves ahead? So, um Let's see where see where that takes us. Yeah,
0: absolutely. And I'm going to ask the cliche question: If you get through to the final, are you bothered about either either of the other two? Uh,
1: I'm not. i I'm bothered about either. I, you know, I would. Uh, I would like to play Solan. I think that would be an interesting, an um, interesting challenge. I hear they're a Wishbone team. Uh, I've seen some of the highlights, so that looks fun. Uh, that could be interesting to play <laughs> against. Um, I, I'm a big fan of any uh, Pound the Rock type team, so um, yeah, I'd love to face yeah. that. As a defensive coordinator, um, however, you know I've seen some of the Cats' football and they are such a talented team. I would not be surprised if they won the game. Mm. Um, uh, very well coached, clearly. Um, so, uh, but uh, I would like to play a wishbone team, I suppose. <laughs> fair,
0: fair enough. And uh, just before obviously we move on to a bit more of the Sandwell Steelers, uh, just maybe just want to give details of the game for anyone in the in the area on Sunday.
1: Yes, yeah, so I believe we're going to be streamed. Um, You know, as all the UKFL streams, as usual. Um, Samuel Steelers' Twitter account has always got sideline videos and up to date um, as well, if you want to do that way. Um, uh, Yeah.
2: 2
0: p.m sunday bless you um yeah obviously, they say we'll we will definitely retweet the uh the link to the youtube as we always do most weeks for the vikings games but yeah it's quite it's quite nice to see uh, some of the sandwell videos on the, on the sidelines as well obviously watching the, the the extra point go through and the and the the touchdown to, to level it up so always always <laughs> yeah. good when you get a bit of sideline help it's, it's always great um, oh it's
1: brilliant yeah we've got some really good support on our sideline so it's um it's nice to get some good videos out of it too. Absolutely, so talking of
0: support, Max, you've obviously got a a whole host of other teams over there in Stanwell, do you maybe just wanna, for those that maybe are adults that are over 18 and don't fancy the contacts, or maybe those that are under 18, maybe do you wanna have a quick gloss over what Stanwell offers? Yeah,
1: so we started a flag team, we do a flag team, Obviously, you've got the adults. Uh, excellent youth programme run by Steve Kilvington. Um, really, really good job the guys have done there this year. So, youth football thriving. Um, after youth, they go. we've got a link with the Birmingham Lions juniors. So, we don't actually have our own junior programme, but that works um, quite nicely. So, um, if you're 16 to 19, Birmingham Lions juniors. And then we also have a women's programme. Um, and um, hopefully, we get a bunch more recruits out of that, after mm. the back of this uh, European Championships, because... Mm. It has been a spectacle so far, and there's only been a couple of games, mm-hmm. but um, love what's going on up there in Leeds at the minute, yeah. and um, just such a brilliant thing for the sport in this country.
0: Absolutely, it was a close, uh, tense finish uh, on Monday with the uh, GB, wasn't it, so Oh, I tell you what,
1: yeah, <laughs> it was. <laughs> it was yeah, I was shouting and screaming at the uh, TV. <laughs> yeah, absolutely.
0: I'm sure you'd be shouting and screaming on Sunday, no doubt, as well. But Max, we want to wish yeah. you, uh, all you guys, and the team uh, all the best for Sunday, obviously for a positive result. Uh, obviously, any, obviously no injuries and all the rest of it as well but yeah I'm really looking forward to, to watching that on, the, on YouTube as well so uh, best of luck to you and safe you get through uh, good luck for the rest of the way
1: Brilliant thanks for your time appreciate it
0: Next up on the full 10 yards we have the uh, Clive Valley Blackhawks, who will be looking to better the result the Dumfries uh, managed to go down when they travel the, uh, to, down to the Halton Stadium to face the Spartans uh, Gary welcome you in
2: Hi, how you doing?
0: Yeah, very well, very well. Um yeah, exciting times. Uh, yeah, obviously big game tomorrow.
2: Yeah, massive for the club. Um obviously this is our first semi final we've ever been to. Um, we established we we're obviously established in two thousand seven and this is uh twelve years on the waiting, so yeah, it's a big game for us.
0: Absolutely. Let's just talk about the the Black Hawks as a, as a team. So uh, I did a bit of research into the Black Hawks. Uh, according to Wikipedia, you're a, you're a defunct American football club uh, based in Torshaven in the Faroe Islands. So um, right off the bat, there you've done very well to even be in the playoffs. I, um, <laughs> not not too bad for
2: a defunct team. No. Um, we had a Wikipedia page. To on numerous occasions,
0: and it's and it's somebody keeps saying it, so we just left it. <laughs> so, so, yeah, we don't care, yeah, it's quite it's quite funny. But then saying that, uh, you know, some parts of Scotland can be just as cold and as uh, wet and windy as the Faroe Islands, so um, yeah, be, Hi, there'd, there'd, there we go. And look, look, cool. just before we get into, into the season of the Black Hawks and obviously the big game tomorrow, do you just maybe want to talk a, about a short history about the Black Hawks and how you got involved.
2: Um, it was myself, my father. Um, the old head coach Richard the door. Um, my my brother David and another couple of guys that formed the team in two thousand and seven. Um, we had the Hawk, the Clyde Valley Hawks at the time, and we, we had no senior team to go to. They we were, we were going to school, bride, so mm-hmm. we decided just to kind of start our own. And um, kind of rest the history. I've been the chairman at the club for the last ten years or so. So.
0: Nice, and I say it's been it's been quite um, quite an interesting journey, really, for the Blackhawks. Considering you know look, looking at the state of the, the the league last year in terms of only having four teams and it being kind of not the uh, the greatest of experiences, I suppose uh, you know having long bye weeks and um, you know the schedule not being not being great. What was it? What was it like last year? Obviously, you had Aberdeen and and West Coast Trojans and all the rest. Of them. what was it? What was it like last year? Was it quite difficult uh, from in terms of a, a season?
2: Um. I- the, the the results were so um, we, we felt we had we felt we were better than the results showed. Right. Um, there was lots of ins and outs that I'm not going but the the the, the season yeah. is fine itself. Although we we're although we're getting beat, we're, slow, we're still rebuilding from yep. that. Yeah. So, from from dropping the associate. So yeah, we were kind of we we're just kind of still in that period of rebuilding the club and back up to where we are today, Yeah, absolutely.
0: That's really all was going on. Yeah, and I suppose with, with only having three other teams in the division, I'd say you probably organised some other, other things as well, but I suppose in terms of rebuilding that it's probably a good situation to be in to help you kind of have a dry run through of rebuilding and doing what you need to do to, to obviously make the push forward that you did this season. Yeah,
2: absolutely. Um, having, having the... Uh, only three teams last year and they play each other never, well almost everybody three times um, it's not great you kind of get a bit bored if you like yeah. um, playing the same team three times yeah. you know what's kind of coming You'd, you know what you can and can't do against them yeah. that kind of stuff yeah. um, it's it a bit monotonous and that happened the year before as well yeah. um, and we've ended up playing the same teams three times each team three times so it was pretty tough that way, but this season we've pushed on, we've, we've recruited really well. Um, some of the guys, have, some of the vets have come back and left to go to other teams and kind of, politics was kind of pushed out this year, but yeah, um, but yeah we've done extremely so what we
0: achieved this year. No, absolutely. I say six-one and one season. Obviously, started the season six-six uh, six and o. Was there anything in particular that helped you uh, get to to obviously the division title and get get into the playoffs this season? Obviously, the, the difficulties last year. But you mentioned players coming back. But was there anything else that obviously helped you get get to where you were? I think the guys' hunger for
2: to win was back. You know, it was back in the dressing room. The guys wanted wanted it more this year. I think. Right. Um, I think last year at the start of the season we had been beat a couple of games and I think it kind of t- took the wind out ourselves a wee bit mm-hmm. um, but certainly this season I know, we'll, I know we're, we're only really four in all um, at the start of the year because Carlyle was two of the league but yeah, yeah. Um, the, the, the games that we did play it, I mean they talked about uh, the Scottish teams being hard physical teams Mm-hmm. Um, I'm pretty sure Halton and um, Lancashire Bombers and Leeds all realised that yes we are mm-hmm. and we're not we're not here to we're not here to make up the numbers yeah we're here to win games so okay. yeah it was um, it's been a it's been a it's been a good year we had a couple of tough results towards the end of the season it was like a I think we had a six or seven week break before the game against them it, it kind of slowed the momentum down because yeah. we weren't, we weren't momentum was going
0: really well at that time yeah absolutely and that, that was one point I was, I was going to ask obviously going yeah, you know, the last two games of the regular season was, was a tie and, and a defeat to obviously Inverclyde were you a bit worried going into the Leeds game that uh, obviously those last on the back of those two oh. results and say the momentum slowed down a bit were you a bit wor- wary going into the game last week uh, not
2: particularly I, th- I think um, I think the game against the um, Lives when we get beat gave us a wake up goal that we needed. I think we were just going to, we were kind of in cruise control, if you like. Um, We played Leeds last week. It was probably the most together we played as one unit all year. Um, Everybody fought for everybody, obviously, the way it needs to be. Um, I I thought we were outstanding last week. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was a, as you probably know, it was a mud bath, rain. For 24 hours, prior to the game and during the game, so um, it was very, it was a, it was a very good performance for us, in my opinion.
0: No, absolutely, I say, so did it did it help that you had the home field advantage? Obviously, you, had, you posted a nice picture also that we nabbed on, <coughs> uh, on social media of the of the, the for the ground. But um, obviously, obviously, in in Britball, everyone takes the home the home field advantage if if they can get it. But was that was that a key to the game, or uh, in, you know, in terms of conditions and you obviously you know, familiar surroundings helping you to get to get over the Bobcats, or was it just a case of you executed um, and say, like you say, you fought you fought as a team probably best you have done all season. Uh,
2: the- hotel advantage is definitely an advantage for, the, for us. Um the the the, fi- the five hour travel to to the game um doesn't help anything but the conditions definitely helped us. Mm. We, we adjusted better. Um we just, just couldn't get anything going at all. Yeah. Um the their defence had a shot it. It was the only eight points was um their defence that scored. So mm. I mean it, We've, our home field advantage is definitely uh, an advantage to us. With a, the the bus journey is a killer. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we've got the big bus journey tomorrow, so. Mm. But yeah. you need to you need to do it if you want to win. If you want
0: to get to the bowl game, then you need to go to these places. So no, absolutely. I say so you'll be travelling down the down the M6 tomorrow down to toward the Houghton Stadium. Lovely, uh, obviously beautiful facilities over there. We had them on the podcast yeah. uh, last week. But yeah, I mean, we we spoke to uh, Ian last week, the, the chairman the, for for uh, Houghton. He was saying about obviously. Playing in a in a proper stadium and all the facilities available there, you know some teams can come in and get a bit awe struck. Um, but is, is there anything that you've put in place in terms of preparations, or uh, are you obviously aware of the, the facilities they have? Is there anything you've put in place to maybe to combat, um, you know, people getting a bit awestruck? struck? Um, not not particularly. I think the guys
2: are looking forward to playing in kind of, that kind of stadium. That's the kind of, that's what you want to do. You want to yep. play in big places like that. Yeah. Um. I don't think we've done anything particularly different from the lead up to the Leeds game. Um, we've, we've been doing more film, we've been going through practice, all that kind of stuff. I don't think there's anything in particular that we've done any different. Yeah. Um, the boys are ready. The, 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 we have been, as you've probably seen across social media, we've been written off in this game. Yeah, but it helps yeah. out our guys because it just gives the guys motivation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's all. That's all it does. It gives us motivation to come to go down to help them and get a result yeah. and, and cause an upset. If you like, I don't think it'll be an upset. I think we're, we're good enough to beat any team. Mm-hmm. Um, but the likes of our results and stuff like that maybe doesn't show that. But I, I genuinely think we can beat anybody.
0: Yeah, no, no that's, that's fair. And I say, uh, obviously, looking to get a bit of retribution uh, for, for obviously beating a fellow Scottish team last week. Um, so you need, obviously do it need to do it for Scotland uh, and show show them that uh, again. You're, the, the Scottish teams are. I are no, are no push I was Indeed. Is it, uh, Yeah. How's the How's the the team's injury report looking? And is everyone good and fit, raring to go? Everybody's
2: Everybody's ready. No, I don't think I, I don't know of any problems. Um, I usually know by now. There's a problem with somebody, but I don't know of any problems. Mm. Um, we've got a full start and a full start and I we mm. think we're ready to go. And but we're, we're certainly looking forward to it. Uh, the guys were the guys were buzzing last week. Mm. I mean, that that that's our first playoff win. We've we're planning, we've been to four or five playoff games and never won a playoff mm. game. Nice. Um, and that was our first. Our first win first one to get to the semi final. The, the ultimate goal for us this year is to get to one That's the ultimate goal.
0: Yeah. Yeah,
2: no, um, and we want to play ten games a year. we don't want to play eight games a year and have a break in eight weeks and stuff mm-hmm. like that. We want to be want to push to be at a higher level, so that's the ultimate goal to get to that one. But the the goal for goal for me is to win win the bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I understand that it's hard and people will write us off. I get that, but the results don't don't back. Don't back us up. Yeah. We'll see what happens tomorrow, but
0: I'm I'm quite like hopeful to No absolutely, I say if you're not gonna if you're not gonna aim to, to win the biggest game, you know, that you you can play in a calendar year, there's no there's no point in playing whatsoever. But so uh, yeah, obviously wish you uh all the all the best of, of luck to the team and obviously safe travels down tomorrow. What time is the is the team leaving tomorrow? Um we are meeting at
2: half past seven in the morning, um and we'll we'll leaving at quarter to eight. So we shouldn't be down there for back at twelve. I can
0: do, do somewhere. Yeah, lovely stuff. Okay, yeah, say so Gary, well we wish you and obviously the team all the all the best of luck and say so if you get to the to the Brit Bowl uh the, the, the bowl the bowl game we'll obviously try and try and get one some of you guys back on uh, to have a chat with. But yeah, um I say all the best for the the game tomorrow. Um yeah, can't really say you say hopefully the, the guys will enjoy it and I suppose with winning the first playoff game last week it's quite a big uh, quite a big weight lifted off the shoulders.
2: Yeah. Absolutely. Um we seem to kind of have that burden on us for years of getting to the getting to the playoffs and choking. Um we seem to have that that definitely has been a weight lifted off our know, shoulders. But we're we're driving forward. We we really the guy I've never seen the guys like this before, the the guys are wanting this. Mm-hmm. But as do I. Um I understand that Holton are a very, very good physical team. Um Great in the air, but in my opinion I think it would be one of the best secondaries in of two football. So I think I think we
0: can cope with what they what they control us whether we are just better than other teams have. That's all. No, absolutely. In my no. No, that's fair enough. And I say, yeah, yeah, so at this point we we'll, we'll say we'll we we'll wish you all the best with with that game. We'll keep an eye out over here on the podcast at the score and hopefully yeah for for your for the team and you, and yourself we can you can come away with a W. Yeah, so
2: Thanks very much, Matt.
0: So there you have it couple of teams there, Clive Valley Blackhawks and the Samuel Steelers, they're ahead of their big games tomorrow. Just a quick run through of the games, obviously in the Premier, the Premiership is back in full swing so Manchester Titans are at London Warriors. London Blitz travel to Tamwell Phoenix, that's a live stream, as is the Northumberland Vikings and the Samuel Steelers game, looking forward to that one, that should be a cracker. Uh, then going through Division 1, Cambridgeshire Cats at Southern Thrashers Inverclyde Goliaths back down the M6 there to face the Birmingham Bulls and then Division 2, We say the Clive Valley Blackhawks will be travelling to the Horton Stadium to face the Spartans uh, Bournemouth Bobcats will be travelling back around the M25 to Essex obviously went and won in Norwich last week uh, and then the London Blitz B uh, at the South Wales Warriors in another one where you know, two decent offences, two de- decent defences as well so should be a cracker. Look out for uh, our tweets on social media at F10YBritball we'll be doing some scores and say a few to subscribe on UK AFL on YouTube they'll have the live streams of the games in there but what if you're doing if you're playing if you're a coach good luck with your games hope you get through and uh, I hope you're all safe doing it so that's going to do it for today's podcast hope you enjoyed it we'll be back again next week to preview some of the bowl finals so look keep your eyes peeled for that but in the meantime I've been Timothy and i monk I've been your host hope you enjoyed it speak soon in the great words of Kevin Cadle it's bye bye for now Bye. for listening to the full 10 yards podcast follow us on facebook or twitter at full 10 yards or email the show full 10 yards at gmail.com